This is Plant-Based Briefing, How Meat Harms Wildlife, Part 1, by the Center for Biological Diversity at TakeExtinctionOffYourPlate.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I get permission and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's post is a bit longer than that, so I've split it into two parts, and I'll read part one today and part two tomorrow. It's in honor of Earth Day, which is tomorrow, April 22nd. It's from the Center for Biological Diversity. They're a nonprofit working to secure a future for all species, great and small, hovering on the brink of extinction. And they have a campaign called Take Extinction Off Your Plate, where they're focusing on reducing meat consumption. Because, as they say, when it comes to the causes of environmental destruction and overconsumption of resources, the meat industry is at the top of the list. Meat production uses massive amounts of water and land and leaves behind devastating amounts of pollution and greenhouse gases. America's livestock industry, particularly through grazing on public lands, is one of the greatest threats to endangered species and habitat. The United States consumes more meat than almost any other nation in the world. Every meal is an opportunity to reduce our environmental footprint, and by choosing to eat less meat, we can choose a healthier future for wildlife, the planet, and people. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. How Meat Harms Wildlife, Part 1, by the Center for Biological Diversity at TakeExtinctionOffYourPlate.com A Threat to Plants and Animals How we produce food affects wildlife and our environment, The collateral damage of deforestation, drought, pollution, and greenhouse gases that come from toxic agricultural practices are devastating for endangered and threatened wild plants and animals. The meat and dairy industries are responsible for far more of these harms than any other agricultural sector. In addition to causing damage from feed crop production and grazing, meat producers directly target many wild animals. Direct Killing and Species Endangerment From grasshoppers and prairie dogs to bison and wolves, native species are routinely killed in large numbers to protect meat production profits. Grass-eating species like elk, deer, and pronghorns have been killed en masse to reserve more feed for cattle. Important habitat-creating animals such as beavers and prairie dogs have been decimated because they disrupt the homogenous landscapes livestock managers want. All too often, the interests of the livestock industry get precedence over wild animals in their natural habitats. Wildlife Services, a program of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, shoots, traps, and poisons millions of wild animals every year, including wolves, foxes, and bears in national forests, to make more room for cows and other farmed animals. This federal killing program uses taxpayer dollars to kill native wildlife, even on public lands, with minimal oversight or public transparency. It also often lets meat producers kill wildlife directly. As a result, critical and beloved species risk extinction. Quote-unquote, predator control programs like wildlife services designed to protect the meat industry have driven keystone predators like California grizzly bears and Mexican gray wolves extinct in their ecosystems. Flying in the face of modern conservation science, the meat industry remains the leading opponent to otherwise popular efforts to recover species like the Mexican gray wolf in Arizona and New Mexico. Mexican gray wolves Mexican gray wolves are one of the most endangered mammals in North America. 
between 1915 and 1972, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service poisoned and trapped almost every single wild Mexican gray wolf. Seven surviving wolves were captured and bred to stave off extinction, leading to reintroduction in Arizona and New Mexico beginning in 1998. Since then, the livestock industry has repeatedly urged the government to trap or kill the remaining wild Mexican wolves. In January 2015, with only about 110 wolves left in the wild southwest, the Mexican gray wolf was confirmed as an endangered subspecies of gray wolf under the Endangered Species Act. Despite this federal protection, the Fish and Wildlife Service has continued to kill Mexican gray wolves and to give livestock owners permits to kill them, even wolves not accused of preying on livestock. Climate change Animal agriculture is responsible for at least 16.5% of human-induced global greenhouse gas emissions. In the United States, cattle emit about 5.5 million metric tons of methane, a greenhouse gas 86 times more potent than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period, accounting for 36% of the country's human-induced methane emissions. Adding to the emissions from farmed animals' feeding, digestion, and transportation, the amount of land used for feed crops and grazing multiplies the carbon hoofprint of meat consumption. Scientists predict that more than one-third of the Earth's animal and plant species will be extinct by 2050 if current greenhouse gas emissions trajectories continue. That would be a catastrophic loss with irreversible consequences for biodiversity, ecosystems, and human societies around the world. Meat production is a major contributor to the rising temperatures that are further altering or eliminating habitat, reducing food sources, and causing both drought and rising sea levels, a major threat to U.S. species. A groundbreaking center report found that of the nation's 1,383 federally protected species, 233 threatened and endangered animals and plants in 23 coastal states are at risk from sea level rise. This means that rising seas threaten 17% of protected U.S. species. And of course, the problem isn't confined to the United States. Due to sea level rise, six out of the world's seven sea turtle species are on the endangered species list, including the loggerhead sea turtle, and more than a million other species globally risk extinction due to climate change. Loggerhead Sea Turtle The loggerhead sea turtle is truly a world traveler. Every year, females migrate 7,500 miles from nesting beaches in Japan to feeding grounds in Mexico Bay. Baby loggerheads make their own perilous journey. As soon as they hatch from their eggs and emerge from the sand, they must crawl across the beach to reach the ocean without getting caught by raccoons, birds, crabs, or other predators. But loggerhead populations across the world are in decline. These beautiful turtles are threatened on multiple fronts— from development on their nesting grounds to commercial fishing to rising sea levels caused by climate change. If humans don't reduce greenhouse gas pollution soon, sea levels will rise another three or four feet on average, six and a half feet or higher in some places within this century. Due to high temperatures, a population of loggerhead sea turtles in Florida is already nearly 90% female, and scientists predict that if temperatures rise by just one more degree Celsius, the population may soon have no males at all. Climate change and ocean acidification also threaten sea turtles' feeding habitats. Habitat loss. Humans use approximately 50% of total habitable land for agriculture, 77% of which is used to produce meat and dairy. 
In the United States, 80% of agricultural land is used for farmed animals and feed crops. That's almost half the landmass of the lower 48 states dedicated to feeding the nation's taste for beef, chicken, and pork. More than half of the grain grown in the country goes toward feeding farmed animals, and nearly half the water used goes toward meat production. Wildlife faced devastating habitat loss, a major factor in many endangered species' decline. Studies have shown that animal agriculture is the leading threat to global biodiversity. Meanwhile, grazing cattle and sheep destroy vegetation, trample land, damage soils, contaminate waterways with fecal waste, and disrupt natural ecosystem processes. The loss of wild habitat has terrible consequences for ecosystems that are obvious when we examine the precipitous decline of a once-common species like the American bison. American bison. Bison once roamed North America by the millions but were driven to the brink of extinction by wholesale slaughter and habitat destruction in the 19th century. The North American habitat for wild bison is now less than 1% of their historic range. Almost all of the bison's former range has been taken over by the meat industry or urban development. Today, bison are still threatened by habitat destruction, genetic contamination by cattle, disease, domestication, and federal herd management programs. Most herds are so small, their populations aren't even considered minimally viable by scientists, meaning they're unlikely to survive challenges like disease or natural disaster. Despite this fact, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service refuses to protect bison under the Endangered Species Act. And even with very little habitat remaining, bison's ability to migrate is further restricted by the meat industry. Bison who stray outside the boundaries of Yellowstone National Park are often killed by the National Park Service to quote-unquote protect commercial ranchers' livestock. Wildlife like bison desperately need better solutions to the conflicting commercial interests of animal agriculture on and at the boundaries of public lands. You just listened to How Meat Harms Wildlife, Part 1, by the Center for Biological Diversity at TakeExtinctionOffYourPlate.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and please tune in tomorrow for the second half of this post. And in the show notes, I'm going to put some links to some environmental documentaries that are excellent. I'm going to list a few of them, like Eating Our Way to Extinction, Cowspiracy, Seaspiracy, Countdown to Year Zero, and Meet the Future. But I'll also put a link to vegmovies.com. If you just go to the search field there, then you can select Environment for the topic, and something like 90 documentaries come up. So feel free to check those out. And again, those will be linked in the show notes. And as always, please share this episode with others and give a shout out to the podcast on your social media, especially in advance of Earth Day tomorrow. And thanks for listening.